today is change, change, fear of change. Yeah, I was thinking maybe we can talk about like the actual stimulus for change, you know, and what's right. Cause what causes people to actually want to change? Yeah. Like to actually act upon it as opposed to, oh, okay. yeah. I mean, everyone wants change while well, most people want change, but the, right. when it's time to actually act on it, what causes that? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when it comes to acting on change, there, I mean, the stimulus has to be really strong. And I find with most people, they don't do anything unless they really need to. Not everybody, but some, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, like, the situation has to be, you know, has to be dire. Like, let's just take, I don't know, I guess, uh, I, I guess filing taxes, for example. You know, maybe someone always follows them late and they just don't seem to change until the CRA is like, okay, we're going to find you this much each time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my God. I got to change my routine now. You know what I mean? When realistically that change should have happened a long time ago. So I think, I think the stimulus has to be, that's just one, that's just one reason, but the stimulus has to be strong and almost to a point where, like this will change everything. Like this one stimulus, if you don't change, yeah, like right, yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's most people. I think is not not changing unless they have to. Right. Right. And yeah. So that could be yeah. That could be taxes. That could be you know paying rent, and you're gonna be homeless if you don't do this. So. You know, I guess I better start trying harder or, um, right. you know, you go to the doctor. It's like you're, you know, you're going to die unless you do this. Yeah. Um, so, Health is the biggest one I find. Yeah. That's I'm... so. So, yeah, like I, I texted you earlier. Um, yeah. The the pain of staying the same has to be greater than the pain of changing. Pain changing, yeah, which uh, which was great because it puts it puts everything into perspective. Yeah, so that's uh, so yeah. What I mean by that is, you know, working out and maybe not eating ev- everything that you want and getting eight hours of sleep and you know not not having a glass of wine or two every single day. Um. That's that's gonna need to be like the the pain to to do something about that is gonna have to be greater than than coming home and doing all those things, right? So so it might be yeah, like you're so unhappy with how you look, or you have a very big health scare, or your husband or your wife is literally like walking out the door, and then like that crazy amount of stimulus and that pain of like, okay, all the pain of, of changing the pain of, you know, working out and not having wine and sleeping, that's going to be a far better option than the pain I'll feel if, you know, if, uh, I get sick and die or if I lose my job or if I'm, I, you know, my marriage ends cause I don't do anything about it. Right. 
and that's that's I think the key for for doing something about you know we were both in the fitness industry too and you get a lot of leads of people that want to kind of change right so many leads where they kind of just take, take like a one step in but they still have one foot at the door and that they're still you know not sure of if it's worth it is it worth all this or is is my life okay is it tolerable like this right yeah that's where that's where justifications come in yeah and you start to justify okay well i'm I'm okay exactly where i'm at right now but yeah the, the like the stimulus of change like you said has to like it has to be great and the pain of staying the same has to be greater than the actual change itself and i find a lot of people do this with their health like that's probably the biggest example um and like you said the lead people will kind of dibble dabble into a change yeah so we'll go you know we'll, we'll go to their place and ask for the reasons and such why you want this and you know at the end of the day the why just isn't strong enough right actually change um i find the whole concept of the pain of staying the same is so fascinating because most people and you know probably you and i included there are certain changes that we probably you know don't like and don't want to make but uh, i know for, for you and myself personally like we'll we'll think about that quite a bit okay, is it really worth it? Like, do I really want to settle in this particular area? And the answer is no, but we don't. <laughs> so we'll make some changes. Yeah. People, I feel, they kind of play the victim card and say, okay, well, it is how it is. Let's just not worry about any change. But then they hold that pain of staying the same and not changing, whether it be a certain area of their life, you know, finances, health, relationship, whatever. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's kind of that dangerous ground of, it's not, like, it's not good, but it's not bad enough to want to do something about it. Yeah, no, that's, exactly. That's a bad spot to be, um, I've, you know, and I speak from experience of, you know, just like you talked about like taxes and all that stuff and finances um yeah it it gets to a point where it's like okay like i get to choose you're gonna have to make sacrifices either way right you're gonna feel pain either way but you get to choose what what kind of pain you feel so whether that's the pain of not being able to go out for a nice dinner or not being able to put more than like 20 bucks of gas in your car or that feeling of maybe being short on the rent so you can either have that those feelings or you could choose the feeling of waking up at 6 a.m and you know busting your ass and working really hard um and you know that's that's still a like a painful feeling or like putting in the work doing stuff on Google, writing blogs, you know, making cold calls, like all that pain. Um, that's, that's a better option to choose, obviously, than the former. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
totally, because you're you're going through a little bit of pain for the long run, and I think I think people don't see the long run clearly enough for them to want to make changes. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So anyway, the, the long run is probably filled with a little bit of fear here and there, just like with anybody and anything. Uh-huh. So I think with with that fear, with that made up fear in their head, they don't really feel the big stimulus for change or they feel it. They just don't want to act upon it because of that fear, because of that unclear vision. So I don't I don't see this uh, this future point if I were to keep up with these changes. So I don't do anything. Yeah. But we all know that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, just it's short sighted, and um, yeah, they, they don't. We don't really take in like uh, in context like the future and the long run and yeah, all that stuff and yeah. It, this goes this goes back to our last podcast about meditation and you know people not wanting to sit with their thoughts and that's a change that's a change that they have to make yes but they don't want to make the changes right and at the end of the day whatever floats your boat but there are certain things that will float your boat better <laughs> than 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 what what's floating it right now as opposed so yeah, like a, either a cinder block or maybe maybe a buoy there's different yeah. yeah no exactly exactly and it's all about perspective at the end of the day especially when it comes to change there has to be a a perspective of okay i'll make these changes even though they're going to be slightly painful right with whatever relationships doesn't matter but they're all at the end of the day changes are changes but your perspective has to come from a different standpoint than how you've been approaching it all this time. Because if nothing's changed, then your approach has to change. Yeah. And once again, we're talking about change. <laughs> um, you know, you can't, you can't escape it. That's, that's the thing. But let's, um, what else do you think is another, stimulus that makes people people change um like i've had enough i need to besides like the pain of staying the same yeah that's a huge one we all know that i think that's probably the biggest one um there's i think it all kind of relates to that probably um yeah but there's of course the the self-sabotage stuff and the the fear of failing and uh, mm, the self-sabotage. Okay, uh, let's. Uh, um, can you elaborate on that? On self-sabotage. Yeah. Um, well, when let's say we've talked about this before in the past on, mm-hmm. on a few of these, because um, I've done it a lot, and I'll probably do it in, in the future somewhat too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just kind of holding yourself back from fully going for it. Um, fully going for a certain change even though you say you want this change whether that be more money or um you know more meaningful friend relationships or nicer car or better job and stuff sometimes um we kind of go into that with maybe just like one foot at the door because we don't 
we don't really know what what's going to happen when we get there. Are right. we gonna are we gonna like really be happy when we get there, or what if we try our best to get there and it doesn't and it doesn't happen? Then does that mean we're not good enough? Does that mean we're you know not enough? Does that mean I'm a I'm a failure and all that stuff? So a lot of times, right. Right. a lot of times people won't truly go for it and try their hardest because what if what if they don't get there? Is, does that mean you know that? Uh, they're not enough or what if they do get there and it's it's not everything it's shaped out to be it's not it's not going to make them happy and all that right okay so you're saying the whole self-sabotage like that that feeling in and of itself is just going to push them over the edge or at least it should like you shouldn't want to be comfortable with that you know what i mean what do you what do you mean say that again yeah, no, um, uh, I was saying, so when people are self-sabotaging themselves, that should be enough of a stimulus for them to change. Like, I'm, I'm, tired, of, I'm tired of making myself feel like shit. Right. Potentially. Or I'm, tired of holding, holding yourself back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You have, to, you have to kind of realize that. You have to recognize what you're doing um, also, I guess, with that. No, you do. You do, for yeah. sure. And like you said, the, the pain of staying the same is probably the biggest stimulus, and there are other ones, other smaller ones, but really it goes back to the one big one. I was going to mention some people just straight out get bored of their routine, and yeah. right, which goes back to staying the same. It's that pain of staying the same. Um, but if that it doesn't matter what your reason is, I mean, if, if it makes you want to make some changes then it's it's a win in my books yeah right but well well think about um give me an example of something that you've you know changed or improved over the last year or two or three years something that you um you actually thought about you thought about something that you wanted and you went for it and what what was your thought process to get there you know, I when when I think about that, I mean, a, a couple of things come to mind, but I'll I'll mention I'll mention the whole fitness part of things, which was actually getting into the field in and of itself, because I was in some other things, some odd jobs here and there, and a totally different industry as well. Yeah. And then I decided to save up my money, and I always knew I wanted to work. With people, I enjoyed being physical. I enjoyed, I enjoyed helping, uh, helping others within my circle. You know, go to gym with them, work out, my brothers, friends, and everybody. So I figured, okay, I, I think getting into fitness makes the most sense. And, you know, sure, you, you don't, you know, you don't make a million a year or something like that. It's not, it's not like the everyday route, but it didn't really matter to me because I loved working with people and I still do. Yeah. So from there, I decided to make changes of, okay, you know, I got to take this and this course because I didn't take everything in high school. So I had to make a huge change in my schedule. So I was working part-time at Starbucks. And from there, I would grab all my stuff, take one bus to Islington, then take the subway down to St. George campus um, in, in, in Georgetown. Then I would stay there for a few hours and I would subway and bus back home. 
and also hit the gym at the same time because I was doing the Muay Thai. So there were huge changes that I needed to make with my mindset, with my schedule, and just with my normal day-to-day because I wanted to get accepted into the program. And then when I did, I was like, okay, freaking perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. But it's not over because now there's school, (laughs) right? There's school and then there's work and there's, you know, physical fitness at the same time. So, and I mean, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but when people are in school, they kind of let go of other things. Oh, I got to study, so I can't, I can't work out. Yeah. Which is a whole different topic, but, um, but yeah, like that, that to me is just one, it's just one example where I had to make, make a, make, make a big change and not really make huge sacrifices in the sense that I had to stop talking to people and I had to stop working out or something like that, but I had to make a change in my schedule and be okay with these certain changes and just know that some nights are going to be long. Yeah. Some mornings are going to be early. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm getting what I want to get. Yeah. And even right now, like you and I are going through this right now where we're, we're building a business, (laughs) which requires some change with, our schedules, yeah. our mindset, and just our, our, our current our current life and how it is, which is which is huge. But you got to make these changes if you want something, and that's the thing. You're gonna have to want something. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, if you don't, I mean, yeah. That you're not, if you don't want if you don't want something, why the hell would you would you go after it, right? Or with all your ability, right. why would you try your hardest to get it if you don't truly want it? That's the thing. And maybe people just don't spend enough time really thinking about what they want. Yeah. You know, obviously that's not everybody. Some people know exactly what they want and they go for it. Perfect. You know, this, uh, this probably won't help them that much because they know what they want. Great. But for the ones that don't, <laughs> for the ones that don't, I don't think they spend enough time really figuring out what they want or you know talking to people that know them very well that might give them some ideas or just trying different things to really hone down on something that 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 they like and that they can change for yeah right and that's that's just one example at the end of the day um but what are some changes that you had to go through like one None. Your life. None. Not one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you lucky bastard. <laughs> born, and then here we are. Here we are. Perfect. <laughs> no growing, no nothing. <laughs> um, I think, I think self sabotage has been huge for me. Um, and what, what, so just so kind of people get like a little bit of a background story, what caused that self sabotage? For, I think for everyone, it's different. There's, there's yeah. usually two or three reasons behind it. For me, um, see, but even, even like asking these questions and talking about this stuff, you, you figure out a lot about yourself, right? So that's, oh, you do. Yeah. Sure. So, so even if like, you know, even if you don't have like a coaching session and stuff and you're just talking to a friend, like asking, asking these kinds of questions and getting you to think about, you know, certain things that maybe you don't, it it always helps out. Right. Even if it's just with a friend or 
uh well you know girlfriend boyfriend um whatever it, yeah. it really helps but but yeah for me the the thing that caused it was probably the the fear of like the unknown um and fear of fear of like um probably f- like failing at it so a lot of times in school i was like shitty student really shitty <laughs> just okay like, most successful people are pretty shitty students <laughs> <laughs> but just like um just like not handing in projects on time you know handing them in like a day or two late even though like i wasn't like busy and stuff it was right it was just like you know not just yeah that's typical self-sabotage right or or like skipping classes or um like just you know holding yourself back with it um but yeah i think the big one is if i if i do you know graduate if i do get this job um like then what then is this like who i am is this what i have to do what if i'm not good at it um so there's i'm sure you know one or two people that they're kind of like a perpetual student where they go to you know school after school and get like certificate after certificate or you know reading new things all the time but they never they never actually enter that field that oh yes and they have so much knowledge and it's just like one after the other of like what to do next to improve and learn but they they never actually take any um like action and enter that field and you know that's that's kind of what i would do also that that's that fear of like you know, what if I enter it and I truly go for it and I'm not enough? Like, I'd, I'd rather just stay on the outside here and continue to feel like I'm growing, but never having to put myself out there fully. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not, so, yeah, that's pretty big. I mean, being a perpetual student is better than not being a student at all, but you, you do, you don't want to just have all this knowledge and, know all these things but never actually take action on it and never enter it and truly go for it and risk it right um yeah so that's that's and i I see that in life coaching a lot um in a lot of classes it's like certificate classes and things like that and it's just people um getting more and more and more um info and intelligence and diplomas and certificates but to actually get into coaching and being one-on-one and, you know, marketing and going for it, that it, uh, I mean, I struggle with that too, man. It's just been like a year of me really going for it, but it's, I see that a lot in uh, the coaching world, especially. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, and you know what? It's so, it's so easy to fall into that self-sabotage trap with something like coaching or any kind of field where you need to, like certifications because there's so many out there and there's so many things you can learn. Yeah. Well, where, yeah. The, um, right. Like there's, 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 there's a lot. Yeah. Especially the, the funny thing with coaching is that you don't need, you don't need anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously it helps to learn as much as you can and model like the really good, 
therapists and coaches and all that stuff, but you don't for sure truly need any certifications or diplomas to get started. So it's it's always interesting when I see um, people just doing, you know, uh, class after class after class, but never applying it in the field. Right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. Now, that being said, there's obviously like there is a place for some of them, depending on what kind of style you're going for. Like I would probably within the next year or so, I'd love to take an NLP class. Like that's something I, that would legit interest me. Yeah. But I'm going to look at all the other certifications out there and take every single one of them. If they don't really apply to me. Yeah. You know, but action is everything for sure. Yeah. You know, take, take a class if you, if you want to, if it, if it holds close to your heart and, and apply, apply, learn and apply. Yeah. That's the big one. Yeah. And, and I'm in no way, um, you know, saying that you shouldn't better yourself, better yourself. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, definitely. You, you said, <laughs> apply it, you know, apply it. Don't be afraid of, of screwing up. Cause you're gonna, or, yeah. or, you know, having clients where you feel like, Oh, I don't know if this is the right job for me. I didn't help them. Like that's, you gotta, you gotta yeah. do that stuff. You gotta apply it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, back to the educational standpoint. Yeah. A lot of people are kind of like lifelong learners and, you know, they might not really like their current job or routine right now. So going back to school is, is an answer for them. And, you know, if, if that's what's going to cause them to make changes, as long as they apply themselves after this set course, whatever it's in, then it's good. But if they don't really do anything about it and they just wanted a change, there are other ways you can make you can make changes rather than just going to school and not doing anything with it, which I hope a lot of people don't do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no. it, it's uh, it's a little complicated because mm-hmm. there, I'm sure, um, there there are many many people who, yeah, they just want some variety and a little change, and they want to feel like they're growing. So maybe they're pretty happy in their job but they want to take a class and learn something and maybe um maybe they apply it maybe you know they want to learn how to play the piano and maybe they learn it but they never actually do anything with it there's there's still good that comes with that but um yeah yeah yeah. if you're if you're if you're looking to make a change but you never apply it and like if you if you need if you want to change because you're unhappy in some area of your life but then you just kind of uh, go through the motions for three months as you get your diploma and then you don't do anything with it, then then obviously there's better ways to, to go about that. Yeah, yeah like, definitely. like you're saying. Definitely. Yeah. Let's kind of briefly touch on why why people um, don't really want to change. Um, a routine that they're comfortable in is probably one of them. Comfort, comfort's a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, what did it say? And uh, there was a quote, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like comforts the, or mediocrity is like the killer of all dreams or some, something like that. <laughs> something like <laughs> but, that. <laughs> something like that, yeah. But my quotes are great. But basically it's saying if you're comfortable, if you're stagnant, you know, you're not going to want to change. You almost justify to yourself that okay this is it's okay like this yeah and let's let it be certain things yes should be kind of comfortable like you should have some comforts for sure like you know a home 
home and food in the plate and such like that. Like, there's nothing bad. There's no bad comfort in that. Like, that's okay. But personal development side of things, if you're not truly happy with where things are and you know this deep inside, because if you're not, there's something in you that tells you that you're not. Of course. You know, there's something in you that says, and only you can find that out. Like, I can't look inside you and find out for you. You got to change. You know, you can find that out. Mm-hmm. But you can you can help, though, for sure. You can. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely. You can kind of push them. them to make these changes, for sure. You can ask them the right probing questions and really get them thinking yeah. on these changes how you want to go about them and such. But for you to find out that there's something in you that you want to change, that's up to you. Yeah, of course. Because you know yourself better than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. You've, uh, yeah. You, you're the one who spends 24-7 in your head. So me, yeah. you or me spending one hour or two hours with someone, that, that's, you know, we're not going to know as much about any person as they will themselves ever. So it's, it, they'll, they'll, totally. they'll know the answers. That's, that's a big thing. A big coaching uh, philosophy is, yeah, believe that people know what's, what's best for them. Um, it's just kind of getting them there, just getting them out of their own way. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's, that's another huge point <sighs> when it comes to making changes. They're just, they're in their own way. Uh, I think for the most part, you know, there might be other situations where there are some ex- external factors that are playing a role in, in where they are. But for the most part, I, I think it's they're in their own way and they've almost justified to themselves why it's okay just to be there right now. Yeah. Right? And it's, it, it doesn't help anybody in the long run. Mm-hmm relationships could be could be a big example here if you're not totally happy with how things are going with your partner it doesn't necessarily mean you hate you hate your partner i'm just saying if there's certain certain things that you don't like about it maybe they don't do certain things or they don't you follow up with what they said a change might be sitting down and having a talk about this that's a change that needs to happen. Yeah. Otherwise you justify, okay, well, you know, he's my husband or she's my wife or whatever. And things are okay. Cause you know, we, you know, we, we married into this. That's all good. <laughs> yeah. When, when it doesn't have to be like that, you have to get comfortable with the idea of bringing this up. If you want some changes to happen, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. Yeah. If you want it bad enough, and and yeah why do you want it so bad and um yeah like you were saying relationships that's a big one and it's it it's so many times it's it's not it's not great but this is what i know and i i know this so i'm going to stay here cuz it's safe even though it's not it's not really making me happy but it is safe and i know this yeah so that a fear of the unknown definitely comes into play and um, uh, yeah, you got to get leverage, right? That's one thing I want to say today is 
you got to get leverage on on the issue leverage on what you want to change leverage on that that pain scale of uh pain of changing or pain of staying the same you got to get leverage especially as a coach um because yeah you'll you'll have a lot of people that come in and you know they tell you what they want or tell you what you want they want to change or what's causing them pain and stuff but as in fitness there's a reason why every january you you see a lot of new people signing up and that's, <laughs> that's cuz they can maybe get like a a day or two of leverage that leverage being I don't want to feel and look this way for another year. And that's some real leverage. That's why people change during those times, but that leverage kind of disappears over a month or 3 weeks or 5 weeks or 6 weeks. That leverage kind of fades right. and then they go back to the same because it's it's comfy there and the pain of of changing goes goes back up, goes higher than the pain of staying the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's good leverage, but it's not great leverage because, like you said, it doesn't last. And for most people, it doesn't last. Yeah. It's the, yeah, like, like we talked earlier, the, 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 um, the life-threatening illness or the near-death experience, that's, that's some pretty long-lasting leverage. Yeah. Right? Totally. It won't last, totally. it won't last forever, but um if if you almost you know get hit by a bus you know that week or the next couple of weeks you're probably going to be looking at life differently until until it starts to fade and you're going to have to you're going to have to kind of bring that back up bring back that mindset that leverage that leverage mindset of what's important and you know what you're going to do yeah you know what it's it, it's true the the whole mindset thing I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because leverage, a, a lot of people, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to motivation for a second. A lot of people always wait to feel motivated to, for example, hit the gym or make a certain kind of change. And if they don't feel any, any kind of motivation at all, then nothing happens. But it's, motivation is like one of those things, like leverage, it, it dissipates after a while. So it's not really a source of fuel that you should go for if if you can find like deep inner reasons kind of similar to your why almost if you can just why why do you want to make the change and then what what great things not even good things what great things are going to happen because of it change your language yeah right change your language change how you frame this whole change for yourself is it going to be a good change or is it going to be a great change because you want some great changes like you want you want some, some happy things to come out of this, but, but find yourself some good leverage points, and that it's different for everybody. Like when I first started to weightlift in high school, it wasn't super serious or anything, but I enjoyed going to the gym. Uh, I enjoyed the feeling it gave me. But to be honest, I was also just doing it to to look good, get girls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Right? I mean, what, you know, what 14, 15-year-old kid just says, I'm doing this because it's good for me. I mean, yeah, you, you, you knew that, but. 
thinking about my bone density. <laughs> thinking about bone density because when I'm in my 20s, man, you know, it's going to become harder in my 30s, even more harder. So I never, I never really <laughs> thought about that. I was just like, I want to get girls. So yeah. I'm going to try and lift some weight. <laughs> but that's leverage that kept me going back, you know, as yeah. stupid as it is. Uh, it's just, it, it, it's leverage and it works. So you have to find something that yeah. works. New Year's, yeah. I find it's, yeah, it's a good reason to, but then that, that dies off quick. Yeah. You know, it, it, it dies off. Plus people feel that pressure of, oh, okay, it's, it's New Year's and that can either make you or break you. Some people thrive very well under pressure when it comes to making changes. Some people just flat out suck at it. They can't. Yeah. Right. And it's not because, yeah, it's not because like they suck at, it's not because like they're lazy or all that stuff or, you know, they, they just can't make changes. It's, yeah, they just can't it's work. It's something deeper. Yeah, exactly. It's something deeper, right? It's either they don't really want it or the change that they claim they want doesn't really match up with their kind of personal identity totally. um, or like who, who they think they are. Totally. Meaning, meaning like, if you know let's say someone was raised let's say there's like a little girl who was raised by her parents to be you know very polite and um you know very respectful and never raising her voice and stuff but then she ends up becoming let's say let's say like a coach let's say a life coach but she encounters a lot of people where her her way of just like talking quietly and not being, you know, intrusive or, or not being um, confrontational, that might be a hindrance for her clients if she can't get, you know, if she can't really call the client out, right? So if, if she really believes, like, that she needs to be, a, you know, a quiet, respectful, kind of um, only speak, like, when spoken to type of thing, then she maybe she won't make the change of, um, I need to be more, um, you know, more confrontational and more present with my voice. I need to do this, do that. If she doesn't truly believe that that's who she is. Oh, okay. If that makes yeah, any sense. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, it, yeah. So the change definitely has to match up with, uh, with who they, with who they are and what their values are. Same thing could be like, you know, the, the Christian Christianity, right? There's, so many things that people withhold from doing um because because of a religion right uh yeah yeah they do i mean go tell a priest what if a priest wanted to you know back in the day now now they're allowed to like have sex with uh with the opposite sex um or same sex whatever yeah (laughs) But back in the day, they wouldn't, they weren't allowed, right? Like the Catholic church. Right. So if, if a priest back in that day was like, I want to find love and I want to, you know, find a girl or find a man. Um, but then deep down, he was like, oh, I can never do it because this is what I believe. Then, then that change isn't going to happen, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, yeah. 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 And that's, that's risky because, you know, now, I mean, all these like nothing's congruent what you want in your outside physical world is not meeting your kind of inner demands but what if your inner demands are being put upon you by an external you know external 
um, entity, like like a church, right? So yeah, it it's tricky. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the the whole priest thing. I mean, that's that's a great example, and also it's it's something that's totally out there because they were so blocked from doing what their body and their mind wanted to do. They yeah. went to other sources, right? Yeah, and guess what those sources were? They weren't too good. Yeah. <laughs> They're a little bit illegal. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah, that, so that's, and that's, you know, on a less a less crazy scale, that's what happens to so many people, right? Yeah. There's something, something that they want to change, but they don't really, doesn't really coincide with who they think they are, or who they think they can be. Right. And then they kind of search for different outlets that fulfill that a little bit, but maybe not in the best way. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. totally. Like having sex with schoolboys. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't really fulfill <laughs> what you think it does. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. So that's, uh, but yeah, that's interesting. Like the congruence, right? Like you were saying, yeah. you got to be congruent. You got to all, you know, all uh, tug of war. You got to all be pulling in the same direction there. Yeah, totally, totally. And I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the relationship thing just quickly one more time. I, I see this. I see this a bit how, you know, certain things aren't exactly how a partner wants it to be and they feel like they kind of settled, right? And it's, yeah. it's probably not the best place to be, but your your wants have to be congruent with exactly how things are right now. And, you know, if everything isn't totally alive, okay, right? I mean, not everything's going to be perfect, but the majority of it, like there should be a big percentage that is congruent. And if it's not, then it's up to you. And if you're working with the coach, it's up to both you guys to really hone down on what you can do. And it's going to be different for everybody, but what you can do, yeah. change that. For the most part, it starts with communication, I think. So communicating with the partner or communicating with yourself. If it's some personal things that you got to deal with and you got to change. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, like relationships. That's that's the big one. That's that's the one universal thing for all humans. Totally, totally. Relationships, and I think uh, I think the whole person development side of things, because yeah, you know there are there are people who aren't exactly happy where they're at. Maybe they just don't feel. Maybe they have a great job and whatnot, and, and they make a they make a lot of money. But it's maybe certain things within the job isn't exactly how they want it to be, so they want to make some changes in there. Maybe they don't feel as fulfilled, so there's there's some change in there that needs to happen. Um, or maybe they're just working a job they don't even like, and they're not making that much uh, that much money, so there has to be some change in there too. Yeah. So I think relationships are a big thing, and your personal development, which goes off into different branches, but I think that's a big thing as well. Yeah. And it's... It's it's hard. It's hard to make changes and everything all at the same time. So I think tackle one area first. Yeah, people will people will build things up and make them huge and big, huge changes with so many different layers and all that stuff. And then it gets too big to even know where to start. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So chunk. Yeah, chunk. I think uh, I, I think Tony Robbins yeah. says it's chunk things. Bit by bit, yeah. rather than you know, rather than eat the whole cake and put it <laughs> and, and try to finish it up at the same time. 
yeah, chunking, chunking up or chunking down yeah. is, is, is what they say. Yeah. Just to, you know, if, if things are too big, then break them down. If things are too small and too vague, then you make them a little bit bigger. Yeah, totally, man. Um, but yeah, going back, I wanted to say something earlier about the relationship and like, you know, the leverage to change and stuff yeah, sure. and how you wanted, you know, pe- how so many times women and men will work out and start trying to look better in order to you know in order to get uh to get a partner right Mm -hmm. and how many times do you do all that and then when you get a partner you you both just get fat and stop doing (laughs) anything yeah 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 and that's where all those beefs come in before before dating after dating you know what i mean like it's and then you're fat after (laughs) yeah and 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 marriage especially because marriage is like the okay so now i'm locked in here so now i now that leverage to maintain all this now that leverage is very very weak yeah it's weak and it's practically gone that's yeah that's that's a good point yeah it's that reminds me of something else sorry did you want to say more i don't want to cut you off (laughs) <laughs> uh no just yeah just kind of talk about that and how yeah like you do have that leverage and but then your life changes and then you gotta you gotta think of yeah more things you gotta be like okay so oh, for sure, for sure yes i have a partner or i have a wife now so yeah what's gonna be my motivation now how am i gonna get leverage to to do these things even though i don't have to do them oh, so you, totally i think yeah. i think for you to change your your, your leverage has to be at least for me because i i mean i i know myself at least i hope so <laughs> but for me it it can't be an outside person it has to be something within me that's what i find so you know yeah. initially working out yes for girls um but now you know now i think it's the same way now it's it's at a point where if tomorrow i'm single I'm still going to oh, work out even more. <laughs> so, for one, take the aggression out. But it just makes me feel good. Making me feel good, that's, that's my leverage. Right? Yeah. That's my leverage. And that's an internal reason that I hold very close to me. So it makes me, it makes me go for things. Um, you know, getting into a coaching business, that's my reason. I feel like I give back a lot that way. And that's my reason for going and then using that as strong leverage um for people in relationships for for them to like you know let's just say work out for their partner it's a good reason initially but it's not a strong enough reason the changes you have to make or the changes you're going to want to make are going to have to be from an inside perspective rather than just outside if you can get both outside and inside together i mean that's you know, if that works, then that's perfect. I think that should have worked for most yeah. people. But there has to be a strong inside reason. Of course. Right? Yeah, in, intrinsic and extrinsic. Exactly. Is, is totally. Because both will, yeah, you, you'll, you'll lose motivation. It's not like you, you find this, like, treasure box and you open it up and it's just a lifetime supply of motivation. <laughs> you got you to gotta keep kind of digging up different treasures and opening up some new ones and finding some new sources for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great idea. 
I think that's a great, uh, great point. We should go digging up some treasure. You're right. <laughs> well, I will uh, watch. I will go in my backyard and see what I can find. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll dig up. But if I don't find anything, I'm going to come to you and be like, yo, what the hell, John? Yeah. Just keep just keep, keep digging. That's it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, I think we, we went over a few things, actually. Um, but one, let's let's. Sorry, turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. One last thing um, that I heard from our boy Tony Robbins. He talks about the uh, the Dickens pattern, which is Dickens you pattern. know Charles Dickens, the guy, yeah. the uh, literature genius. Um, he wrote a Christmas Carol, and um, yeah. Yeah, one of the ways, a little exercise to get leverage, like if, if the pain of, um, you know, if you're, if things are not good, but they're not bad enough to want to change, there's something called the Dickens pattern that you can do. And that can, that can get a lot more leverage for you to want to make a change. So, you know, that movie, The Christmas Carol, or yep. A Christmas Carol. Or maybe you'd recognize a Muppet's Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> but, but there's uh, there's the ghost of like Christmas past. There's the ghost of Christmas present and the ghost of uh, Christmas future, right? Mm-hmm. So how the how the uh, exercise works is basically you will you know take whatever you want to change let's let's say you know and right now you're like 50 pounds overweight and it's causing you a lot of pain in your body but it's also causing you so many insecurities and a lot of unhappiness and sadness okay Mm -hmm. so if you were visited by like you know the the ghost of shahab past and you go like you know five years five years ago and you kind of bring up how it felt to be, you know, 50 pounds overweight and all the pain and stuff that you felt five years ago, you kind of bring up how much, you know, all those feelings and, you know, let's, let's say they've been going on for five years and you go back to five years ago and you you feel all that from, you know, the, the past Shahab. And then you go, you go to the present, and then let's say like the ghost of Shahab present comes, and you feel all that pain that you're still feeling right now because nothing has changed, and you know all all those things and how it's affecting you and your job and your relationships or your kids or your wife, whatever. And then you'll uh, you'll you're visited by like the ghost of Shahab future, and you go like five years down the road or ten years down the road make this change how maybe you're 35 or 40 now and you're still doing the exact same shit that you've been doing and you're still 50 pounds overweight how is that gonna feel and how is that affecting like everything in in your life and all your friends and family and stuff Mm. so then and then that's basically that's basically it so it's just a way of bringing up a lot a lot of bad feelings to get leverage right because eventually you will be 35 and eventually you will be 40 and it, it might sneak up on you, but it's, it's good to, uh, it's good to get leverage into making a change of, yeah, I don't want to be 40 and still doing this. Cause that would feel absolutely awful and terrible. And I can't, I can't feel that. So I need to make a change now. For sure. Yeah. For sure. 
Um, I want to put one more in there. And this is, uh, <laughs> I guess this is kind of like really negative, but <laughs> eventually we're all going to die. <laughs> we right? I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but I know I will. So, <laughs> like, I, I think the sooner we get more comfortable with that idea and just, like, it's, it's, it's going to happen. Okay, cool. I don't know when that's going to be. Hopefully, you know, not for a very, very, very long time. But, the, you know, another, another scenario where, you know, some, some pain, because, you know, those feelings usually bring up pain in some people. Yeah. Drives some kind of a change. Yeah. So there's a theme here. No matter what your reason is, really, there's some pain associated with it. Yeah. Drive you to a future change. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. You kind of do that like deathbed scenario, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like if you were 85 and looking back at your life. um, Yeah. I know. I'd, I'd lie down there. I'd be like, I wish I did more podcasts with John. Uh, <laughs> so I just guy. did that one more. <laughs> yeah. But that's, and we, I think we all assume that we're going to die when we're like 85. <laughs> and yeah. that just doesn't happen. I mean, we're lucky if we get there, but yeah. the truth is it can happen tomorrow or next week or exactly. five years, right? Yeah, and you never know, man. You, so, so you do have to think about that. You do have to do that deathbed scenario or whatever and yeah um, yeah totally. yeah you got to get that leverage to change because when when are you going to get it because if you don't if you don't really if you don't do it now then when are you going to do it right are yeah. you going to do it when you're 40 or is it going to be too late by then right yeah what if uh, like i that, that that ticking uh clock like that biological clock for so many women oh yeah and, and so many will be just, yeah, like we talked about relationships. They're just like in in a relationship that is kind of comfortable and it's not good, but it's not bad. And oh, yeah. they're, they're not in love. And totally, know, are, you just, are you are you just going to waste like four years of, of your 30s in this relationship? And then know, if, if and when it ends, then then what? Now you can't have now you can't have a family anymore, maybe. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, no, totally. I know somebody who's. Uh whose mother just got into the relationship. I mean, this was way back, but uh, this person's mother got into her relationship mostly because she just wanted to move out of the house and have kids by 25, and she was approaching that age. So, you know, she had kids, but she wasn't really 100% happy with with the guy. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah, these things happen about you know, yeah. you, you don't want to do things totally in a hurry because that's see those weren't changes that came from the inside. Those were just I got I gotta go uh, external. Everything's external. I gotta go, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, it's 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 tricky, man. It, it I think change change is very hard for people and for good reason. I'm, we're not here by any means saying it's easy, but we are saying, however, that if you muster up good enough reasons for for yourself you will thank yourself and us down the road (laughs) yeah yeah it's not it's not you know it's not easy um but it's necessary because what's the alternative man 
the, what's the exactly, alternative? Exactly, man. I've thought about the alternative for me in certain scenarios, and let me tell you, yeah, it's not like not it's, how I want. it's it's the worst, right? Yeah. It's uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta, and that that doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, <laughs> thinking about thinking about those alternatives, it doesn't feel good. But that's that's unfortunately what you have to think about sometimes in order to get that leverage, that pain, in order to want to change so for sure yeah as a coach as a coach or teacher or a good friend sometimes you're gonna have to ask questions that make people feel like shit yeah in order in order for them to really change totally totally and you know what like you gotta ask that question to to your clients like okay do you want you know do you want friend john or do you want coach john because yeah. i can i can be friend john and kind of sugarcoat it for you or i can i can be coach john and tell you how yeah. it is you probably won't like it but you got to hear it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know that's that's something i'll struggle with uh i've been struggling a little bit with is yeah you gotta you gotta risk being disliked in order to in order to say some things that will affect change oh, right? totally totally you know where i've uh you know i've had to play i guess a devil's advocate in in, in my relationship sometimes and you know that's that's another story but <laughs> but you know you have to right like you have to like both people and relationships are they're a big example, but both people cannot be just okay with everything. You know, okay. Someone's gonna have to be like, okay, right, we gotta we gotta talk about this. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that's yeah, just that's yeah. how it is. But you know, it's yeah. um, it's it's hard. It's good, buddy. We uh we we went over a few things, but just to recap, um, the biggest the biggest driver for you to change will be will be an an internal reason but you know there's going to be some pain involved within that reason especially if you don't do the changes yeah you get to you get to pick you get to pick what kind of pain you feel right like for exactly. for you for you that was uh, okay changing up my schedule getting up early riding the bus doing yep. all this stuff like that's you know that's doing things when you're tired or when you can't you know, you don't have leisure time and stuff. That's that's a that's painful, but it's it's, it's hard, of, especially you know, yeah, especially when you're job. trying to like yeah. exactly, exactly, and especially when you're trying to make some money at the same time because you gotta mm-hmm. you know you still got some bills to pay and such, right? So yeah. <laughs> right, um, it's it's tough. Yeah, you're gonna have to be kind of comfortable with making certain changes. And listen, like we're we know everyone's scenario is different, and every and there's gonna be some scenarios that you're gonna be in that are going to be 10 times harder than anything you've ever done before. But it's during those times that really make the person. Yeah. Right? So it, it builds character, you know, change for you will build some good positive character and you'll be very happy with that future stronger version of you. Yeah. Change, change is going to happen no matter no matter if you uh, want it to or not, no matter if you're ready for it or not, but you get you get to pick and choose. Um, well, you can you can choose to do something about it, or you can just let life change for you. Yeah, yeah, and you know, with my experience, as I'm sure yours too, you don't want to just kind of rely on life <laughs> to to slowly change, so yeah, you can have these changes because you won't be happy with it. Right. Decide. You got to decide that you're going to do whatever certain things that you want to do 
and you're yeah. going to change certain things. Decide. Like when the weather's crap, you don't have to feel crap because of the weather. Decide that okay, you're going to feel good no matter if the sun's out or it's not. Yeah. I mean, whether, I mean, a lot of people, I, I struggle with that from time to time, but it's in my head. I know that. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Last week, man. Last week was a tough one. Oh, yeah. This past weekend, too. <laughs> but, clouds, clouds all day. And yeah, now we got, yeah. you know, now it's beautiful for like the next three days. And then, yeah. it'll, go, and then it'll go into winter mode. It'll go into winter. Yeah. Which is going to be hard, you know, getting up dark, going back to going back home dark. But, yeah, that's that's all in your head too, right? It's uh, you don't yeah. have to necessarily fall victim, right? Victimhood mentality. You don't necessarily have to fall victim to an external force, which just happens to be the weather at this point. But yeah, right? It's it's okay. The weather will change, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and yeah. you have to change sometimes, unfortunately, whether you like it or not. And that's just the way it is. Yeah, that, that was a nice little poem you you said there. There you go, and it's recorded, so it's great. <laughs> you said, you said, the weather will change whether you like it or not. The weather you change or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there uh, you go. See, don't ask me to repeat that because I kind of forgot, but that's okay. Uh, I know you blocked out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. That was uh, that was good. Yep. That was good. Okay. Uh, I feel like we uh, um, we're, we're very present and uh, you know made everything work well. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, that was a good one. Liked that. Uh-huh. Okay. Thanks, man. All right. Perfect.